welcome to the Mill Creek View CEO Special with me, your host, Steve Abramowitz, where I interview the best business people and entrepreneurs. Hello, and welcome back to the Mill Creek View CEO Special with your host, Steve Abramowitz. We are focused on the best businesses doing good business in America. Today, we are in studio with Harvey Durham. But first, for more information about the CEO Special or the Mill Creek View Stable of Podcast, visit us anywhere you get your podcast or videos at Mill Creek View. While you're there, please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of the amazing content and pass it on. And thanks for doing it. Harvey Durham. An avid sportsman and a longtime self-employed small business owner and insurance agent, he's licensed in 40 states and has been the number one agent nationally for six different health insurance companies. He knows the market and only handles the best possible plans and companies in the marketplace today. He doesn't look at the job as sales, but helping people and doing the best he can to solve your current health insurance needs. He actively supports our veterans and does some public speaking to Christian conservative groups. Harvey, how are you today? Good. Good to be with you, Steve. I'm so glad that you drove in to, to speak with us. We, we really appreciate it. Um, Harvey Durham Insurance Agency is the trusted independent insurance agency that you can depend on for all your insurance coverage needs. Tell us what drew you to the insurance business way back when. I started, uh, I think it was in 97, late 90s. Uh, I had... Uh, I was working construction, vice president, general manager of a construction company in North Carolina, making great money. And uh, it's, it's kind of interesting the way it come about. Uh, and so I had two children uh, at home and a wife that didn't have a father and a husband. And so although I was making really great money, I just, it was enough. I need to be with my children and my family. Uh, and so... I came home, uh, left in good terms and everything with some really wonderful people. Um, and my son on one Sunday morning cut a uh, ad out of the paper and it's for health insurance. And uh, I said, Jeremy, I can't do that. Daddy, you can do anything you want to. I said, honey, I can do this. <laughs> and so I really had no intention of uh, pursuing it. Uh, but I did send something in. The guy called me actually here in Nashville. And uh, so I went in to talk to him, but I was just doing it as a courtesy. And he just twisted my arm off and beat me with it. And made, now, he made it sound pretty pretty exciting, and it has been. It's, it's been up and down, but uh, helped a lot of people. And it, it's about helping people and doing what's right for people. I think that's true. Um, Harvey Durham Insurance measures success by building client relationships one step at a time. Insurance can be confusing and difficult to understand. So your approach is first to assess the and educate before guiding clients to the appropriate insurance products available. Um, your commitment to each and every client is provided quality insurance coverage at the most and lowest insurance premium possible. How do you do it? I like to think of it as the best value. I try to put myself in the client's shoes. Um, I've got a lot of different policies, and and thank you for being a, a policyholder. Full, full disclosure, I am a client of healthinsuranceharvey.com. Oh, uh, client, and I, I certainly appreciate that and, and your confidence in me. There is no such thing as a perfect policy. Let there be no doubt about that. I'm very upfront about that. Um, what's best for you? may not be best for the guy next door, the lady next door. 
And it's about, it has to be individually considered to do, you, you've got pre-existing conditions in many cases to contend with. Um, and it has to do with balancing budget with coverage, because if I get you out of your budget, it's worthless to me and you both. Yeah. Uh, so Harvey, tell us how the Affordable Care Act or what we call Obamacare came in and changed the market and your business. It devastated the market. Um, it was um, it was a very ill-conceived plan. It was drew up very politically. Uh, and I'll so that you'll know I'm, I'm not politically in this during the time. Uh, Lamar Alexander, who actually a friend of mine, an associate, I'd say, uh, and uh, Coker, Corker, uh, they were our senators. And so I emailed them and I actually left a call with their receptionist and, and to uh, show you how non-biased I really am. And I say this, I've owned an insurance agency, owned two medical equipment companies, owned a pharmacy uh, and a home health care company. And I only say, and I've been the top agent in country for several health insurance companies. And I'll say this humbly, not boasting, but to say that I have something to offer. If you would just listen, I would like to give you my opinion on the direction that this is going. And so didn't get a call back from either one of them. Hmm. So that's that's politics, and I just don't like politics. Uh, and I basically Christian conservative because I basically Republican, and they were my Republican counterparts that I knew, and not only that did they know uh, I know them, they knew me. And so it, you know, politics is very frustrating. But it, it's a very good question. It, it's called ACA Affordable Health Care Insurance. It's non affordable health care insurance. Um, it's when you can just not have insurance and then go and then, oh, I have an accident and I or a sickness, I need health insurance. That's not right. We're paying that. That is just not right. It's kind of like, uh, well, if wherever State Farm, Farm Bureau, wherever you have your car insurance, well, I'm going to save that money on that car insurance and I'm just not going to get insurance till I need it. So you have a wreck. So you go into the local agent that you would do your health car insurance with and say, Hey, look, I need insurance on my car. And by the way, I had a wreck last week and I need you to cover that. It should not work that way. And car insurance does not work that health insurance does not work that way too. And the truth is some people, Steve, they need help. They really need help and guidance and I'm there to help them. It's helped a lot of people, but it is so abused. Uh, Cause I know of people that I've got leads on just like I did you, uh, that they've got a home in New York or Minnesota or North Dakota, but they've got another condo in Florida. There's snowbirds. And they can, obviously multimillionaires, but we're helping pay their premium because they have a reduced rate now because they have retired and it only goes on their residual income, not their wealth. That's just wrong. Uh, some people legitimately need it. They really do. Mm. And I have I am qualified uh, for to write ACA at this time and there's a place for it and there's a tremendous need for it it was just written very wrongly by politicians when they should have gotten some insurance agents some doctors in there and say this is what we need and this is the parameters but they didn't care it was about getting votes right and i'm blasting both sides so i'm, you know, I'm yeah, neutral on this understood uh, lamar alexander not a democrat and for 40 years it was an issue they finally decided to step up and make it into something and they obviously did it awfully and uh, the unintended consequences exactly. have been more expense, not affordable, as you said. 
Um, tell us how your independent agency does it different than, say, a name brand company that somebody would hear on the radio. Well, most name wrecking companies, uh, I'm licensed with many companies. They got a right for that one employer, that one insurance company. Okay. I can look at you and your neighbor, your brother, your sister differently because the plan that you're on may not be best for your brother or your neighbor. Okay. And I can look at that and I will definitely do it to the best, best of my ability to get you what you really need and deserve. And it's about value too. Um, so um, it's just, it really is. Everything should be individually considered and that doesn't point you directly to one insurance company. Again, I'm going to say this again. Uh, there's no such thing as a perfect policy. And if there were, you might could afford it, but I couldn't. And most of the clients that I deal with are small self-employed business people and they couldn't afford it either. But I don't believe uh, in, uh, I mean, they've got the ceiling up to $100,000 now uh, where you get shared health insurance. That's wrong. It shouldn't be that way. Hmm. And it's all about buying votes and I'm blasting both sides. Yeah. I'm a non, <laughs> you know, I'm a non-responsive. I, you know, I, I just call it the way these eyes see it and that's all I can do. And if it lands on your toes, it just lands on your toes. And when you made those phone calls to the two at the time, Republican senators from Tennessee, you weren't just making it as an average citizen like I could. You actually had an opportunity to be the insurance commissioner for the state at one time, but did. decided you didn't want to do it because it's too political. Right. Yeah, more, right. more interested in your clients and their well-being than getting into the game and, and playing it that way. Exactly. Did it teach you anything in general and, and help you change as things went forward or just a lesson learned easily and moved on? It, it was a painful lesson learned and I just moved on and uh, hadn't forgot about it. You can't forget about it. I truly, I truly had a desire to help. I wanted to help. I would have gotten paid nothing. I didn't want nothing. I just wanted a chance to say, listen to me. I'm, if there is such a thing as an expert in this field, I am. I've been the top agent in the country for six different companies. Mm -hmm. Every company that I have legitimately written for, at one time or another, I was the top agent in the country. And I say that very humbly. Uh, and I think my honesty and my work ethic, you know, is what created that, that opportunity. And uh, have all my clients been happy? No. It's just uh, most of them have. And most of them stay with me. Yeah. Um, so the ACA obviously was put in place to make sure that government supposedly would take care of everybody in the time of a, of a emergency. That's what the government is usually there for, like Social Security. Mm -hmm. uh, we had one last couple of years. We had the time of COVID, the year of COVID. Uh, how did the time of COVID make things hard on you? Did insurance companies keep their promises and cover sick people actually when most needed? You know, that's very interesting. And that's, I didn't, wouldn't have thought to brought that up, to, excuse me, to bring that up. But, you know, during COVID, insurance companies actually made a fortune because nobody was going to the doctor or to the, if they got go to the hospital, it was an absolute emergency. And so profits during 2020 were the highest probably ever for almost all the health insurance companies. All right, moving away from the pandemic, uh, people made up for it the next year. I mean, they just, the health insurance carriers got slammed in, in 2021 and had to raise rates. Hmm. 
So that's interesting, I think. Yeah, it's like a gym membership that you subscribe to, but you don't actually take advantage of. The gym loves that. You don't have to pay for any of your services. Mm-hmm, exactly. You actually come back later and say, well, I put on an extra weight. I need to work harder now. Then they get oversupplied. So yeah, it's uh, not a good not a good deal. But the answer I think I hear you saying is that the ACA put in place for emergency didn't deliver during the emergency. No, no. not at all. All right. And so now it's, where do we, what are we left with in the aftermath? What's well, the insurance market? You know, you've got private insurance. There's a few guaranteed issue plans. Uh, that's, that's pretty much a last result. Uh, some people need to be on ACA and I'll put them on ACA if they need to and deserve to be. Okay. If they have catastrophic conditions and don't qualify for, uh, private insurance. Uh, but the problem with ACA, so few doctors take it because it is, it takes so long. The government's involved. Okay. It takes so long to get paid and they cut them to the bare bone. And there's just, most doctors say there's not a profit for them and they got to make a profit, uh, with ACA and it's just a hassle. Mm-hmm. The consolidation of private practices into hospitals wasn't a good idea business-wise either, was it, for most of these doctors? No, it was a joke. It was a joke. Uh, so what you have been paying for, for most of people's working lives and what they actually go in for to get that help really didn't deliver the, uh, the needed care that they wanted. which Not is at all. Premiums Correct. higher and higher. Um, health and de- indemnity benefit plans. A lot of people don't really understand the ins and outs of insurance. So I just want to talk about a couple of these off your website. Uh, customized insurance plans and protection where it matters most at an affordable price. In addition, uh, looks like HSP Gold offers policyholders a growing number of tools, resources, and value-added benefits that are sure to help you navigate through the costly and complex healthcare marketplace. What we've just been speaking about doesn't do that. How do you do health indemnity benefit plans? Well, when I'm talking to a, a client to start with, when the connections made where I reach out or where they reach out to me, I want to know what their health issues are. Uh, then I want to know what they're on, and I want to know what they're paying. And I pretty much won't write anybody until I do, because unless you make Harvey Durham comfortable that I'm putting you in a better place, I'm going to tell you, say where you are. And if you don't want to tell me those things, I'm going to thank you for your time. And if you get serious about help, call me, I'll help you. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, critical illness benefit plans. Critical illness insurance is designed to ease the financial pressure by providing a lump sum cash benefit paid directly to you upon diagnosis of a covered illness to help you cope with the high cost of recovering from a critical illness crisis. The plan will provide up to $50,000 to help cover out-of-pocket medical expenses and the other costs associated with a covered critical illness. That's not a PPO. That's not an HMO. That's not Obamacare. How do you define uh, critical illness benefit plans? Or I should say, what kind of client are you giving that to? Critical illness crisis recovery. I like it for everybody. Uh, there is just so many cancer patients uh, and heart issues. Um, what it does, as you said, it pays directly to you on what we call first occurrence. Some of them will pay so much uh, a month, so much a visit. Uh, and, and there's critical illness policies up to 100000 The one I like to deal with goes up to uh, to fifty. I kind of recommend thirty, But here's the thing. If you come down with malignant cancer, there's new treatments coming in every day that your insur- there's no code, and your insurance is not going to pay it. So that 30000 that 50000 can be your salvation as far as financial freedom. Okay, there's other things as, such as specified disease plan. But what that does, it pays on first diagnosis when you really need it the most. Okay, you, with almost all plans, you have deductibles, not all plans. Uh, and I represent some that 
don't. And the one you're currently on, the only way you have a deductible is overnight stay in the hospital or ICU. Uh, you go to the doctor, there's no copay, no deductible. But there is definitely a place for critical illness. Uh, I had uh, an occasion, I wrote a guy in uh, Pennsylvania, could, I don't remember his name, can't call his name. His brother had died of cancer. And uh, I, I asked about their family. I asked you about your family, your your parents, your siblings. And uh, I wouldn't write the policy without critical illness. And I put 50000 on it. And uh, and he was just, I said, you know, honest, I got to be true with myself and what I feel like you need. This is what I feel like you need. I'd be glad to help you with that. If you don't want it, you know, respectfully, I, uh, somebody else will just write you that policy. 67 days later, he come down with pancreatic cancer. Mm. His wife called me. Uh, and she was crying and she said, Harvey, if you hadn't stood, stood fast and made him put that policy on there, we would have been bankrupt. Cause you know, cancer with all this new stuff, there's no codes and there's no insurance company going to pay it, but that's going to pay directly to you up front. And I really like that. And on some people, I absolutely insist on it and I'll stand firm on it too. And you learned that lesson the hard way, if I'm I did. mistaken. Somebody I in your early days didn't go that route. That's exactly right. You know, it's interesting that you brought that up. Uh, when I first got in the insurance business, I didn't believe in it. I just thought it was – and it is more commission, standard health insurance. It's, uh, you don't get rich on it, but you do. It, it's, it pays more commission. And I thought it was the insurance uh, company's way to get money in the agent's pocket. Uh, and I'm just honest about it. And and I would ask – I was asked uh, – multiple times about it and two times specifically um and i I just said you know i honestly don't think it's a good value i've got it right here but let me tell you something one of those ladies i watched her on her deathbed debbie was her name such a beautiful lady and i sat there and cried because he would have took anything that i recommended and he specifically asked me about that and i told him i didn't see that it was a good good value so i had two occasions like that 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 come home to me with people I know close to me, uh, and so it just makes me firmer and experienced. And I'm seven. I know I don't look it, but I'm seventy years old. <laughs> so seventy years young. There you go. That's great. All right. Well, you live and you learn, and you apply that to your life. And in sales, which insurance does have a component of sales, yes. it's obviously much more genuine if you believe in it. And so you had to learn, unfortunately, the hard the way. The hard way that it is something to believe in. But now you can say with 100% authenticity, that's something that everybody should pay attention to. Yeah. And what um, are the statistics? 50% now are going to have cancer in their lifetime? It's close to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, it's just amazing these these days. And I, I really wouldn't be without one. Uh, but it, if I do uh, sign somebody and they don't have, I said, I'll give them this speech. <laughs> and it's a speech. It won't be candid. I said, if you sit in my shoes, if you sit in my chair, you walk in my shoes for a half a day, you're going to see why I'm so passionate about uh, a rider or a policy like that, in addition to your regular health insurance. There you go. Yeah. Now you mentioned indemnity policy. Indemnity, what an indemnity policy does, it pays specifically on the codes or the items per day, per year, per month, or whatever. Uh, and if you have a plan right now, check your benefits. Insurance is about benefits. And, and there's lots of bad stuff out there. There's lots of bad actors that they have been so brainwashed, the agents have, that they think they're doing you 
an awesome job. Check your benefits. It's about your benefits. How many doctor visits you get? How much does it pay for the doctor? Uh, what your deductible is? What it pays a surgeon? Daily hospital room benefit? Emergency room? Urgent care? Chemotherapy and radiation? You deserve to know that, those things. And now is the time to find it out before you need it. If you need it, it's too late. Yeah. And a lot of group insurance doesn't really offer you that opportunity to look under the That's pillars right. like that. But they can reach out. Good point. They can reach out to a private uh, agent like myself, and I'll help you with that. And again, I'm going to say help you with that. Uh, and, and I'll advise you to the best of my ability for, I mean, I've been in this business for a long time, according to the information that you give me. Always give that agent, whoever it is, be 100% honest and transparent. Because if you don't, that policy can be rescinded. And I've had, I've had a couple of policies rescinded. And really, in my writing thousands of policies, it's pretty incredible for only having, I only know of two policies in my life that's been, but it, I think it's because I'm that thorough and I encourage honesty because, you know, I tell people, I'm t- a young person, I guess, I, I tell people, look, I'm too dumb to lie, I just tell the truth, I don't have to worry about remembering <laughs> what I said. And, and I go, as you know, line by line, about the benefits if i do a presentation for you you're going to know exactly what your benefits are because you're going to either screen share with me or you're going to i'm going to email that to you and i'm going to go line by line each item about the benefits that's what that policy will pay great uh long-term care insurance long-term care is the care you need if you are unable to perform daily activities on your own. That means things like eating, bathing, dressing, transferring, and using the bathroom. The goal of long-term care is to help you maintain your lifestyle as you age. Medicare uh, supplement insurance and health insurance you may have to, at work usually won't pay for long-term care. Um, I know from experience most people don't even understand the line item on their thing, the difference between long-term disability and long-term care. Tell us uh, your opinions on long-term care for folks. I've had a policy for over 20 years. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I, even Lloyd's of London uh, will write long-term care. have a contract with them, uh, Illinois with Mutual. I have mine with Mutual of Omaha called Golden Care. Uh, the policy that I've got, you, can't, you cannot get that policy anymore. They're not as good. Uh, and you mentioned those are called triggers, the transferring, eating, and constants and driving. Uh, most of the companies, uh, you have to trigger two, uh, three of them. The policy that I currently have, you trigger only two of them. And most of the time, an agent will put in, it needs to be put in there, a waiver of premium. In other words, if you go on claim, your premium stops. So uh, it will pay, like mine will pay my neighbor or my spouse, my child or whoever to come in and take care of me if, if I so qualify. Uh, and what then it will actually pay a nurse to come in or it will pay an assisted living uh, facility or a nursing home. So it pays at home, assisted living or uh, nursing. Know those things about your long-term care policy if you have one or if you're considering one. Um, you don't get too young for a long-term care policy because the younger you take it out, the, uh, the lower the premium is. And like I said, I, well, I've actually had mine for about 25 years now, but if I would take that policy out now, my guess, it would be 10 times the cost mm. and you can get it and you can get immediate coverage on that. 
Now, the disability, it actually pays you, depending on how the policy is written, as you know, up to 60% of your average income for the last whatever that criteria is, probably 24 months. It will pay you up to 60% of that, and you buy units of coverage to cover you up to that. Or if, if you don't need 60% of the income, 50%, you can base it on those factors. Okay. Accidental disability coverage. Um, what a coverage accident occurs, the last thing you want on your mind is not to worry the changes auto accumulating while you are in the emergency room. An accident can leave your family with a great financial burden. Protect yourself and your family with 24-hour accident insurance with coverage that applies to traveling, commuting, workplace accidents, being at home, and during many other situations. Do you find that market uh, popular, um, accident disability coverage? Or very. Very popular. Very. I put it on 98% of my policies uh, because that will pay, can pay directly to you in addition to any other policy. Or if you've got that and you're in a car accident, your car insurance, your automobile insurance is primary. Okay. Then the health insurance that I carry, it, it would pick up and this accident rider would pay in addition to that. Okay. Dental insurance, we can all figure that one out. A unique hybrid dental plan that combines traditional dental coverage with PPO discounts, a new breed of dental plans that covers the services you want at a price you can afford, freedom of choice. Unlike many PPO plans that will not pay anything if you go outside their network, this plan will pay the non-network provider at the same rate as if they were in-network. You will only be responsible for any charges above the PPO fees paid. My question on that is, after COVID, did we see a lot of trusted and, and loved doctors leave that PPO? So the reason most people were in it in the first place is now gone. And so this gives them the opportunity to follow that doctor somewhere else. Wow, you read my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm not a, a fan uh, of dental insurance, dental envision. Uh, and, and let me tell you why. Let me explain why. It's like if you have car insurance, and you want it to rotate the tires, change the oil, it's going to cost a lot more, okay? Or right, if you get dental and vision, that insurance company knows that you're going to use it, okay? And so they're not in business to lose money. And so uh, I did have a group plan on my small company, and I dropped it and went to something else. As a rule, 90% of the time, uh, dental and vision is not a good deal unless you're with a big corporation and you've got thousands on it, then it absolutely can be. But that's a different scenario. Uh, and you would need to do it with your employer if they have a quality plan. Look at the benefits. It's only going to pay so much. Almost all plans will give you two checkups a year to start with, and they won't pay anything else. Then you're going to have, after year one, it's going to pay so much. Then after year after yeah, year two, it'll pay so much. In year three, it'll pay so much and more to that maximum. But it only pays so much per calendar year, regardless of what your uh, deal insurance is. And there's something else that uh, that's came down the pipe that, that I actually like better. And that money that you pay to that insurance company is gone. You can't get it back. If you didn't use it, it's just gone. Okay. Uh probably it's not going to give you uh, as much cash value as what you paid into it or they'd be losing money this is this is uh, not rocket science okay right. there's a um and you may be going to get to that a bit there's uh most people have either heard of or or have had an hsa health savings account 
There is something on the market now that's approved by the uh, IRS. It's the same tax laws, uh, 105 and 215L, 215L or 215R. I think it's L. But it actually matches your money. You never lose it. Uh, If you go, uh, like you have one, if something happens to your wife, that money goes to your uh, wife. If something happens to you, that money actually goes to your wife. Or if something happens to both of you, you don't lose that. That goes to your children. You do not ever lose that, and it's matching funds. Now, what you do, you pick out a certain level each month on that, uh, and you pay it in. And after you, let's just say after 12 months, you've paid in $2,500. That's about what you got in there. But if you let that stay to like 35 months, you're going to have two to two and a half times the money that you put in. On these, they have a limit. The key is never let them hit that limit, and they will continue to match. Because if they hit that limit, by law, that's all they can do. And there's a little fee in there, about 10%. And uh, that's the only thing. They won't draft you. It'll only be that maintenance fee. But you can only reach that amount of money. So the key is use yours before it gets there. Mm-hmm. You can use it for uh, dental, vision, uh, prescriptions, uh, any elective procedure, any out-of-pockets, any co-pays that you have, you can use that just like, but it's not insurance. Uh, but that money is in your account, and that's your money, and you don't lose it. Mm, more like a savings account. <clears throat> okay. Um, now, what makes you unique is healthcare for startups. Um, at Harvey Durham, you can help any small business owner find the best option of healthcare for startups. We, you offer different policies and group health insurance coverage to make sure Employees, company, and families are protected. Although this might seem overwhelming at first, Harvey Durham's healthcare for startup policies offer a range of plans and group insurance plans for your company. We will walk you through each benefit and drawback for your company and display how having healthcare for startups would be a valuable investment. Please call Harvey today to get your small business protected. Obviously, post-COVID, like we talked about, post the destruction of group plans with the ACA, this would be something that maybe a lot of new companies that decided not to work for the man, for the big company who are starting up, don't want to roll up their sleeves and deal with. This is not why they're in business. They're not making the new tech gadget or the new gig economy business uh, for their healthcare provisions, but you're there to help. Yes. Um, and I really encourage people to ask my opinion. <laughs> and I'm very opinionated, but I've got a lot of knowledge. I help people like yourself every day, as you know. Uh, I think the worst thing you can do, well, I've had a good year. I'm just going to pay for my uh, employees' benefits. Terrible mistake. What if next year's bad? Then you've got disgruntled employees. There's ways to limit your exposure. Never, ever, under any circumstances, pay all of everything. Okay? If there's a rate increase and things aren't as good this year as they were last year, you may not can accept that, and then you've got disgruntled employees. But there's ways to do that that will ensure that long-term stability. And in a small business as yours, you know, I strongly advise individual plans. The larger, more well-established business, we can certainly do a group plan. It's much easier to do a group plan, but on small businesses, I just like doing individual plans depending on the health of that group. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, so we're almost out of time here, but I want to get to a couple more things. Um, information from Real 
Estateexpress.com states that the majority of NAR, National Association of Realtors members, 46%, pay out of pocket for their health insurance according to the organization's 2017, a little bit outdated, but best I could find, member profile. A partner, spouse, or family member provides coverage for 32% of NAR members, meaning they're on their spouse's plan instead of their own, and 3% receive coverage through their firm. NAR continues to advocate for healthcare reforms for the self-employed and small employer. Realtor insurance experience is what we're talking about here. Some real estate agents may offer your health insurance, but it is expensive and not what you need in your health plan at your firm. Uh, you personally propose a unique policy that will fulfill your health insurance needs as a realtor while being affordable and in your budget. Realtor health insurance is a difficult topic, but Harvey Durham Insurance, you need to make sure to help you understand your health insurance policy. Um, accident uh, or health problems can happen at any time. Medical expenses can be high. They're the number one cause of bankruptcy. To gain access to a, a network of doctors and hospitals that have negotiated lower rates with insurance companies, to pay and keep track of medical payments quickly and easily, and lastly, to safeguard your way of life and your family's physical and financial well-being. Are you seeing traction with self-employed realtors? Realtors, I've got a lot of them as clients. The problem with associations for quality insurance, uh, they start off fairly cheap or there's no health insurance that's cheap anymore. Let's just get that straight, okay? But they gra people gravitate to them that have health issues and that spikes your rate it normally don't last very long at all. Hmm. Okay. And then lastly, uh, health insurance for freelancers. A lot of people consider themselves freelancers when they're really just working part-time for someone else. Real freelancers are independent contractors who work on a project-by-project -project basis, so they aren't actually employed by anyone. But health insurance for freelancers is still vital to their health and well-being, of course, regardless of how much or how little they get paid per project at your shop. Uh, you recognize the importance of health coverage for freelancers and help individuals secure the protection they need every day. Give us a little bit on uh, how you work with freelancers. That's 90% of my clients. <laughs> it's uh, And the beauty of a plan that I would put somebody on, they can take it with them. Um, and um, you can use any doctor, any hospital. If they move from Tennessee to Florida, Florida to Pennsylvania, it goes with them. They don't have to requalify. Uh, like the HMO and some of the PPO plans because everything I, uh, on an individual basis, specifically says what it'll pay, and it pays the same in network and out. Uh, so, uh, again, that's at least 80% of my clients. Uh, and lots of them turn into small business owners like yourself, and they want me to do the same thing for their uh, new employees, as you have, mm -hmm. uh, that I did for you. And they got to listen to my speech just like you did too. <laughs> I'm going to protect them as the employer first. I'm going to, when I get that person as a client, I'm going to work just as hard for them as I, I do for you, but I'm going to try to do, to make you to understand or to help you to understand the liabilities and whatever it is that you try to help your your employees with. And so that's uh you know, it's, it's a good thing just to want to help, but it's a bad thing. It can be a, door closing event to try to too, do too much and you can't keep it up. So you got to look at the long term, uh, set aside uh, 
maybe even bonuses. To, I'm going to pay the, as you did it per my advice. You're paying this much. So they can add whatever they want to to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. They, if they want to go from a, a really nice Chevrolet, they can go to a Cadillac and that's at their, their cost, but they're sharing in any rate increases, anything that's coming up down the line, they're having to share in it. So you both feel the pain. It's got to be that way. Mm-hmm. Good advice. Well, thank you for coming on the CEO special with me, Harvey. Uh, tell everyone where they can go to find out more about you and get maybe a consultation. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, I'm known nationwide as Health Insurance Harvey. I have a website, Harvey Durham Insurance. I have actually a couple of websites. If you put harveydurham.com, you'll find my website, harveydurhaminsurance.com. It's been a pleasure to be with you, and it's been a pleasure to serve you and so many uh, other people throughout my long career. And if uh, my cell number is 731-727-9242, 731-727-9242. Call me or text me, and I'll get you on my calendar, and I'll help you. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you, Steve. Joshua Medcalf is an entrepreneur who founded Train to Be Clutch, a business and life consultancy through which he works with top performers all over the world from many different professions. Medcalf has created some of the first mental training apps in the world for soccer, basketball, and golf, and started a nonprofit that trains athletes in one of the toughest housing projects near his home in Los Angeles. He's also the director of mental training for UCLA's women basketball. And when time permits, he travels around the country doing workshops for a variety of businesses, sports, and school groups. In Chop Wood, Carry Water, How to Fall in Love with the Process of Becoming Great, guided by Akira Sensei, John comes to realize the greatest adversity on his journey will be the challenge of defeating the man in the mirror. This powerful story of one boy's journey to achieve his lifelong goal of becoming a samurai warrior brings the train-to-be-clutch curriculum to life in a powerful and memorable way. Great little book, easy to read, with a powerful story that tells how to lay down habits that will lead to becoming great. As it says, the greatest challenge is defeating the man or woman in the mirror. That's it for this episode. Really hope you like it. If you like what you heard here, be sure to check out our other shows, The Mill Creek View, Tennessee, Washington, and Florida podcast, and subscribe to mcview.us website. And thank you for doing it. Until next time, this is your host, Steve Abramowitz, CEO of the Mill Creek View, signing off.